0: What's up, y'all? This is John and Wes, back for another episode of the Nothing Finer podcast. And we are talking Bowl Week, the first week of Bowl Week, and we're going to put it out on. It it really is the most wonderful time of the year, and it's not about Christmas. It's about bowl season and my birthday. Well, happy birthday. Oh, no, it's in like three weeks. Happy birthday. Yeah, you'll forget like most people do.
1: I mean, there's possibly the Snowman. That's what he says whenever they put the hat on him. Every time he wakes up, it's, happy birthday!
0: (laughs) Uh, So we're going to talk about the first weekend of bowl stuff today. Uh, But we are also going to – I'll record an announcement and put it in the last episode, too. I think we're going to do the uh, ESPN Bowl Challenge, put it out on all of our social medias and – the winner of that will bring on the podcast to do some, do something after the season's over.
1: Right, maybe so, do uh, one like tomorrow.
0: No, I'll I'll make it today because both of our episodes are short, so I can I can do all the good stuff. Yeah. Man, we'll be done recording by ten o'clock. Oh shit, that's that's the first time in a minute, right? But. We're gonna talk about bowl games. Um, uh, we're gonna jump right into it here. I'm not gonna talk about all of them because I mean, hell, there's like 12 <laughs> bowl games between now and the next time we record, and that's just a lot. And half of them we don't care about. Facts. I'm gonna watch them all. I might not care about them all, but I'm gonna watch them all. Um, so the first one we're gonna talk about is the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl in Orlando. And Affordable it's number 25 UTSA versus number t- 24 Troy, the first ranked matchup of Bowl season. both of these teams are 11 and two um and we're just going to go through some of the ESPN analytics here because this is actually one that is real weird with how like the line is and the matchup predictor. So right. it, the matchup predictor according to ESPN, has UTSA at 56.3% chance to win, but um, Troy is favored by a point and a half. I don't understand that. And the money line is only 54 and a half. And I say only because <laughs> UTSA has been putting up points and also giving up points.
1: I mean, the last couple games, last, what, one, two, three, four, five games, they've allowed 27-31, 7, 7, and then 38 in double overtime. That's not bad.
0: Um, would you like to know the last time UTSA scored less than 30 points? Two years ago. It was not this season. Two years ago. The lowest point total they have this season was 31 against or 30 against FIU. Hey. And any. over their last four games, they've scored the lowest they score was 34, but it's 44, 51, 41, 34, 48. UTSA puts up some points. Oh, so does Coastal. Or oh, not Coastal, wow. So does Troy. Yeah, no, I I really think that – I think this game, especially because Troy's been heating up offensively here lately, like they struggled for a little bit in the middle of the season. Um, But their last two games, 48-45, I think this game hits the over. I'm probably putting money on that. UTSA doesn't have that great of a defense, and both of these teams can score points. Over fifty four and a half. I think that's a lot.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely taking the points.
0: I'm not taking the spread. Oh yeah,
1: I meant the over under. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. I'm. I'm not. I'm not taking the spread, just because anytime ESPN with all of their vast wealth of technology contradicts Vegas, I. That confuses me, and I stay away from it.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. How are you going to have a team favored to win, but then the matchup predictor has them with the less percent chance to win?
0: I I don't know, man. So I'm staying away from the spread, but I think the over, like I said, I think that's free money. Um, We're going to talk about a few games for the Saturday games. We've got the Wasabi Fenway Bowl that's played in Boston in <laughs> Fenway Park. I, I mean, this is always a fun game because it's in Fenway Park. The Wasabi Bowl. Was yeah, I that caught me off guard. A hundred percent caught me off guard. Um, yeah, wha- wow. Wasabi Fenway. Wasabi and Boston are not things that I put together. No, not at all. No. Um, But the most interesting thing to me about this game is that Scott Satterfield was Louisville's head coach as of the game against Kentucky two weeks ago. (laughs) He is now Cincinnati's head coach. So, I mean, I doubt he's coaching in this game at all. But both of the teams that he has worked for over the last three weeks are in this game, and he's not coaching in this game, which is just wild to me. But Louisville is favored by a single point with the over-under at 41 and a half. I don't know where they got this over-under from, because Cincinnati is averaging 31.1 points per game. Louisville is averaging 27.2. Um, they're both giving up over three hundred and twenty yards per game. Unless there have been some opt-outs. Is Malik did Malik Cunningham opt out of this game? I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. If if both teams are at full strength, I think this is another one that hits the over because that over under is just wild to me. Um and I think Louisville going to come out in this game pissed off. I mean, they're, they're They're a power five team that lost their head coach to a group of five teams. <laughs> Granted, it's only for one more season. But they lost their head coach to a group of five team and then have to play that team a couple weeks later. Yeah. I, like I said, that – I'm taking the over. I'm not taking If I were to take a spread, it would be Louisville because I think they're going to come out pissed off trying to prove Scott Satterfield is stupid. Um Yeah, I mean that's just kind of where I'm at on this game.
1: Yeah, I I think Louisville kind of the point to prove um I don't see anything about Malik Cunningham opting out. But, I mean his numbers weren't that good this year. So, I mean,
0: can you know? But Cincinnati gave up a ton of rushing yards to Arkansas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: He, he's going to be a difference if he plays. I don't see him opting out. I, I like Louisville. I like them to come out and, and to prove a point, like you said. All
0: right. So, the next one we're going to talk about, we're going to spend the next few minutes probably just roasting the fuck out of Florida mm-hmm. here so you guys will enjoy it. Yep. Um, Florida, an SEC team that some people said was going to get nine wins this season. Going to win the East. Hard. Yeah, some people actually said that Florida was going to win the East this year. Not as many people as said Kentucky was going to win the East, and that didn't work out very well for either of them. Um, Florida is playing in a bowl game the second day of bowl season. SEC teams don't do that. Even bad SEC teams don't do that.
1: Yeah, Vanderbilt ain't even playing on that day.
0: Well, Vanderbilt should be playing in a bowl game. They should be. Um. So with this one, Oregon State is a ten-point favorite. <laughs> Get ragged, Florida, for this Las Vegas Bowl, and <laughs> boy, if I had the money, I'd be flying to Vegas on Friday. <laughs> And I, I would wear Georgia shit and sit in the Florida section and then just roast. Roast those people. Let's see. Business um, tickets are only $35. The plane tickets are the problem. Just drive. Oh, yeah. I'll leave now. Yeah. I'll meet you there. You needed to leave yesterday with that winter storm coming.
1: Wait, there's a storm coming?
0: Yeah, you're supposed to get like 7 inches of snow this weekend.
1: See, I don't look at the weather anymore up here.
0: I just I just do. I just whatever happens happens. Um, so um Oregon State's number 14 <laughs> in the country. They have earned that after the way that they played to end the season. And they beat Oregon 38-34. They barely lost to Washington. And Florida is without their one of their running backs. Yep. One of their running backs that they have to pass the ball every now and then, Anthony Richardson. Um getting ready for the draft. Yeah, he's getting ready to get drafted in the twelfth round or something. And by twelfth round I mean fourth round of the XFL draft. <laughs> um, I wanna say upwards of fifth. Teen players from the University of Florida have hit the portal. Um, I'm actually pulling it up now. Oh damn, they're they're giving a whole bio of all the damn oh. Apparently, according to good old Sunbelt Billy, there are a handful of gators that entered the portal that are going to play in the game which is just spells disaster for them. I, you know, y'all know I love in Florida, but that's Florida lost just based on draft stuff. They lost their quarterback. They lost their best <laughs> wide receiver. They lost their best offensive lineman. They lost, let's see, yeah, they've lost like four or five guys from their defensive front seven. Um, It's going to be rough. If you're a Florida Gator, you're going to be drinking early on Saturday to not remember this game. Dude, I watched this game. Yeah, Oregon State's a good team, and Florida – was an average team before they lost half their starters. This isn't going to be. Oh, it's going to be great for us. This is going to be great for us. I I think it's going to be hilarious. Um. I would take Oregon State minus ten, personally. I don't know if I would touch the over-under because I just don't know what to expect out of this Florida team.
1: No, there's nothing to expect. They're not going to play for anything. There's dudes leaving. The coach is an idiot. Florida doesn't have anything to play for in this game. And yeah. I, is, I, Oregon I State's fight for a 10-win season. Like,
0: Yeah, one of their best finishes in the, over the last 10 years, it would be if they won this game. Yeah. So... The play on this is 100% Oregon minus 10, Oregon State minus 10, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not putting money on it, but I, if I was, I, I'd put it on the points.
0: Now we get to talk about a couple of seven and five teams playing in the New Mexico Bowl. Oh, um, One of these teams is your um, – is, is what? What? It's my bandwagon team, the Brigham Young University Cougars. (laughs) And their mascot is Zach Wilson's girlfriend. Dude, big,
1: huge Zach Wilson guy still, even though the Jets, you know, sad him. Huge Zach Wilson guy.
0: Not only did they sit him, but he wasn't even dressed out for the game. God. Huge (laughs) Zach Wilson. Um, I mean, both these teams are putting up. Over 30 points a game. SMU is 38.4. BYU is 31.9. That explains the over-under of 64 points. SMU is favored in this one by five and a half. Um, If I'm being honest, I'd probably take take the over. And if I had to pick the line, I would say BYU covers that five and a half.
1: I mean, BYU
0: is coming in hot. Man, yeah, to- no, I – and the only game that they, they've they gotten blown out in two games this season, one was Arkansas, one was Liberty. The rest of their games, they've been close.
1: Yeah, I mean, come, they're coming off a three-game winning streak against Boise State, U, UTU, whoever the fuck that
0: is. Utah Tech.
1: The Thunderbirds,
0: uh, respect the Thunderbirds, man.
1: Thunderbirds and, uh, and Stanford, like, they're coming off three
0: three-game win streak I I, I might take BYU on this one. I think they cover the five and a half. I don't, I'm not saying they win. Not saying that. I think they cover the
1: five and a half. I think the
0: only thing thing that could hurt them
1: is what I said was going to hurt Utah when they played Florida, and that's coming down south. Like they're playing in New Mexico. Like that dry heat. Um,
0: it's supposed to be 35 degrees for kickoff.
1: Oh, I see that, yeah. Okay, never
0: mind. I take that back. That might hurt SMU more than it hurts BYU. <laughs> yeah, yeah I do. see what I'm saying? I'll take BYU. Yeah, I, I'm taking BYU. i probably take the over, too, just because BYU's defense has been um, – I wouldn't say not good. I would just say straight up bad. Yeah. They've just been bad. Um, are there any other bowl games that you wanted to talk about
1: this weekend?
0: Yeah, no, because there's. I mean, UConn, UConn actually. Yeah, UConn made a bowl. UConn went six and six and finished a bowl. They're playing the thundering herd that trampled Notre Dame. Um, it is a two thirty PM kickoff on a Monday God. in the Myrtle Beach bowl. Myrtle Beach uh, I mean you got a you got a team from West Virginia and you got a team from Connecticut going down to Myrtle Beach. You ever been to Dirty Myrtle? I've been once when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, there's a reason you only went once.
0: <laughs> I mean, I live damn near at tidy. I don't have a reason to go to the beach other places very often. Especially Myrtle. If I go to the beach at this point, it's either way far south in the wintertime, so I can still go to the beach, Mm. or it's in another country. Yeah. That's even further south, so I can actually go to the beach.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Myrtle's disgusting.
0: Yeah, You don't earn a nickname like Dirty Myrtle without earning the nickname. Yeah. What I've been since I haven't been in legitimately like fifteen years, it's been described to me as imagine Panama City but with more single wide trailers.
1: Yeah. I I went me and a couple couple buddies went one spring break when I was up at uh up at Bragg and dear God. <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: horrible. Um, so the over-under for this, both of these teams have just been not great on offense, just to be completely honest. Marshall is averaging 24.2 points per game, with UConn averaging 19.6 points per game. That Marshall and just the Yeah. No, so the, their stats are about inverse when you go to the defense because Marshall is allowing 16.2 points per game while UConn is allowing 26.1 points per game. And yes, you did hear me right. UConn is allowing more points per game than they are scoring per game. <laughs> um And somehow, some way... Through their last five games, they lost to Ball State. You know, someone told me they were a powerhouse, so you gotta respect Ball State. We heard that a lot. They beat Boston College thirteen to three. Boston College is a football team. Usual. They beat. They beat Liberty two weeks after Liberty blew out BYU. And I'm pretty sure it was the week after Liberty beat, yeah, Liberty beats Arkansas, or Liberty blows out BYU, beats Arkansas, loses to UConn. So
1: is changing of property. UConn is better than BYU.
0: They're also better than Arkansas.
1: They are, yes.
0: Hot damn. Bring them to the SEC. Um, and then they lost to Army they got 34 points to Army
1: because they love America
0: because they love America just you know out of sheer curiosity I'm going to see how many passes Army completed in this game
1: I'm going to go with three under (laughs) one
0: under Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Negative. Those are the interception.
0: Army went 0 for 1. Jesus. On their past attempts against UConn to scored 34 points.
1: I thought they obviously didn't need to pass.
0: <laughs> you know, that should have been Liberty's thing. They just shouldn't have passed the ball. Maybe. Um... Yeah. I'm just going to be 100% honest with y'all. I Marshall minus 10 seems real, real easy on this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're coming in hot, riding a four-game win streak. Yeah, I, li- I like the, third, the herd.
0: I can see this being like a
1: 28-10. Hitting the, the o- under. The only thing that would scare me with that 10 points is a garbage touchdown by UConn.
0: maybe I don't think I don't think so I think it's gonna be 28 10 Marshall wins covers the spread hits the under and if you take that bet and win money I will send you my venmo make that parlay Marshall money line Marshall spread under 41.
1: a same a same game parlay huh
0: same game, parlay. You know what? I might even put money on that.
1: Dude, and that by tra- money, I oh. mean
0: like a dollar.
1: Oh, 40. <sighs> that UConn defense scares me with that 41.
0: They give up 34 <laughs> points to Army. Are you ta- You're taking the over or the under? No, I'm taking the under.
1: That's what I'm saying. That scares me. The way UConn's defense is, you're taking the under? Bro, all that takes is both teams to score three touchdowns.
0: Yeah. I think – look at Marshall's defense. They're allowing 16 points a game, and they play better competition than UConn.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I won't – I wouldn't touch that. My opinion, I won't – I'm not touching that that over-under.
0: I You know, I'll say it. So that way, I'll have to do it, and someone text me and remind me on the 19th. Same game parlay, Marshall minus 10, Marshall money line, points under. Crazy. Like I said, man, I'll put like a dollar on it. And if I win, I get like five, six bucks.
1: Yeah, that's all that matters,
0: right? Hey. As of right now, I'm still in the green for the season. I am too. We stopped putting our picks out there mainly because we both got busy with life and work. Um but you know if you guys share the show and we make enough money, I'll quit my job to do this full uh-huh. time. I just need your help for me to quit my job. Um I think it's going to do it for us today on the Nothing Finer podcast. I found something that I want to talk about real quick, and I almost forgot. It is time to talk about my favorite distillery that makes bourbon and just so happens to be in Atlanta. You know, you guys know by now, founded by multiple UGA grads, and I've gotten to be friends with guys behind the whiskey and, like I said, I'm just going to keep shouting it from the rooftops. For the last four years running, ASW Distillery is the most awarded craft distillery in America at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition, including multiple gold medals for their Fiddler Bourbon line. And just as exciting as all of that good whiskey, not one, not two, not three, not four, but five Five, you heard me right, five UGA grads behind the scenes making this bourbon. Go to their battery location to sit down with David Booth, have a drink, or pick up a bottle of Fiddler for a tailgate or, you know, it's holiday season. You gotta deal with that annoying family member. Fiddler helps. ASW Delicious Bourbon Distilled by Dogs. As always, the Twitter is at finder Pod. The Instagram is at nothing.finder.pod. Facebook group, just search us on Facebook. Join the group. And YouTube, search Nothing Finder Podcast. Make sure it's got our logo. You got anything else?
1: Yeah, follow, interact, do things. Yes.
0: We don't just want Big Ten fans arguing in the comments on our Instagram. <laughs> well, I'm going to post one here sometime over the next week and uh, just piss a lot of people off.
1: That's great. I love it.
0: You, it, it's the one. It's the one where I put the helmet stuff on another object and send Aww. it to the group chat. that—that's going to the Instagram that yeah but always remember guys there is nothing finer in the land
1: than a drunk obnoxious Georgia fan biggest third down Bryce Young's career you need 10 play clock at four from the pocket launching downfield underthrown and intercepted Kaylee Ringo has an escort down the sidelines
0: the way to the end zone and Georgia is going to conquer the Crimson Tide.